0: All right. Amen. Um, Thank you for uh, your Christmas giving. Um, I'll give you the final numbers here on my phone. I wanted to give you guys so incredibly impressed with your faithfulness and your commitment to the kingdom. Um, For 2021, we gave $15,506.41. That's the second highest we've ever given compared to 2019. Uh, and overall, in the last 15 years of our Christmas giving service, we have given close to $200, 503, I'm $200,000, $503.76. So that is your commitment to missions. For those of you who are unaware, uh, our Christmas giving service is something we give to Jesus during the Christmas time. We give him the best and the greatest. And it leaves the church. It doesn't stay here. And we don't charge a 10% penalty fee or anything like that. It just leaves. We give it. Um, and it is our commitment to Jesus, and he always blesses us. It's amazing, it's amazing. Just some of the miracles, you just see God kind of working, and it's not a big amount, it's always like something small. People just, a dollar here, a dollar there, and it just, it just adds up. It's, it's, it's so cool when we are committed to that. Um, I do want to um, welcome all our, our guests today. We do have a guest reception in the back um, after service. Please, if, if you're able to, uh, spend some time with us as we kind of give you our vision for what we have for this area in Newcastle Castle County um, and kind of what we believe here at Newark um, and then also continue to let's take precautions if you feel sick if you feel ill please do stay home we have a great online presence to the online community those who are unable to be with us um, uh, we're so glad you're joining us as well so um, let's 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 keep everybody healthy and um, and be safe, and, um, and we're almost out of this. I have a feeling we're almost out of this. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Well, I want to preach um, this afternoon about Comet. I'm just joking. I'm not going to preach about Comet. That's another reindeer, for those of you guys who don't know. Um, you have to listen to the last service, um, the last sermon. Um, but I do want um, to talk about an amazing element that I'm sure you all are aware of and I want to talk about iron and in ancient times iron was kind of a game changer in warfare because it was harder than other metals used for weapons and it was heavier as well iron was the metal of choice because it was plentiful and it was harder than bronze because bronze is a lot more malleable And um, iron is strengthened by how many times you beat it. So every time you hit it, it strengthens. Iron has 26 atoms on the periodic table. And uh, its periodic table name is FE. And the periodic table is kind of organized uh, by the atomic number of different elements. And also by uh, the categories, you know, alloys and metal. Um, And two of its greatest properties for iron is its strength and its heaviness Uh, which came in handy when they were used by the Romans to make anchors out of iron. By the classical period in the Roman time, around 27 B.C., Roman ships carried with them iron anchors with a hook designed to catch and hold ships in place. Iron, if you add just a little bit of carbon and you make steel, one of the toughest materials on earth, they're actually making a space shuttle out of steel. Um, we actually make our skyscrapers out of steel. And believe it or not, that's the reason why we have skyscrapers is because of steel. So iron is an amazing element. Iron has a density of 7.87 gram per cubic centimeter. Uh, and to kind of give you some context, water has a density of 1 gram per cubic centimeter. So iron is 7 times more dense than water. That density allows iron to be an excellent choice to make anchors. Its density is higher than water. And that density is interrelated with its atomic number. So when the atomic number increases, a general rule, its density of the element increases. So, of course, there is always exception to this rule. But generally, as the atomic number increases on the periodic table, its density also increases. These elements are the building blocks of the universe, and iron is one of the most prolific elements around the universe. It's versatile. It can be used for a host of products. It's so important that we have it in our diet because our body needs iron. Where are you going with this? That's what I love about this. You guys have no idea where I'm going with this. It's always so fun. I'm like, where is he going to go today, huh? Is it going to be another reindeer? Where are we going? All right. Just just stick with me. Just stick with me. So I do want to read from, um, uh, from the scriptures here. Uh, 2 Kings chapter 6, verse 1. I am going to be using the net version. Um, so 2 Kings 6, uh, verse 1. Now some of the prophets said to Elijah, Look, the place where we meet with you is too cramped for us. They had a place, these young prophets that were in school, and it was just too crowded for them. And say so they wanted to get their own place. So let's go down to the Jordan. Each of us will get a log from there, and we will build a meeting place for ourselves. He said, go. We're going to go make our own place. We're going to go make our own meeting place. It's just too cramped here. And the prophet says, go. There's no problem at all. Verse 3, one of them said, please come along with your servants he replied all right i'll come verse 4 so he went with them and when they arrived at the jordan they started cutting down trees as one of them was felling a tree cutting down a tree the axe had dropped into the water and he shouted oh no my master it was borrowed and the prophet asked where was it dropped and he showed him the spot and elisha cut off a branch threw it in that same exact spot, and it made the axe head float. And he said, lift it out. And he reached out with his hand, and he grabbed the axe head. That term for the axe head is translated as iron, iron ore, a stone containing iron, a tool of iron. I think it's amazing the Hebrew writer is incredibly intentional by making sure it is clear that this axe head that floated to the top of the river was iron ore. This was not a wooden axe or something that would float. No, it was an iron ore axe head that floated to the top of the river. And the writer intentionally wanted everyone to know of the miracle that happened that day. He wanted it to let them readers know of the amazing miracle these young prophets experienced and witnessed. Here's a young prophet ready to cut down a tree, and he loses his axe in the process, unable to finish the task before him. And he tells Elijah, please help me. And Elijah throws a stick in the water. And God, not Elijah, we kind of get confused sometimes, don't we? See, we got to be careful. We don't worship humanity. As you've seen, we have no chairs here. We don't worship the pastor here because the pastor is just another member of the body. Right? We don't have special prophets here. We're just a Bible-based church. And we believe we are all part of the body and not one is more important than the other. And here, God, not Elijah... Causes the axe to float right to the top of the Jordan River. See, this is from the perspective of the young prophet. He freaks out when he loses the axe head because, one, it's borrowed, he doesn't own it, he has a mortgage on it, and two, he wouldn't be able to finish his task. He was stuck, unable to do anything. And what is amazing is this axe head was no problem for God. He was able to bring it to the top of the river for the young prophet. So from the young prophet's perspective, the axe head was an obstacle. He could not finish the task without the axe head. And the obstacle had to be overcome. Nowhere in the Bible does a miracle like this happen again. God did a miracle when he was able to help the young prophet overcome his obstacle. And with the help of God, and only with the help of God, his obstacle was no match. But he had an obstacle. And as we enter the year 2022, we see ourselves with obstacles in our own lives that are preventing us doing what God wants us to accomplish in our personal life. And my title today, on January 2nd of 2022, of the new year is, what is your iron ore? What is your iron ore in your personal life? What is the iron ore that's preventing you with what God has called you to personally do? And what is this obstacle? What is preventing you? What is the obstacle in your life? What is it preventing you from doing what God has called you to do? What is the obstacle right now that is standing in your way, causing you to second-guess yourself That's causing you to rethink if you've even heard from God. What is your iron ore? My apologies. Masks make you dry. What is your iron ore? What is that iron ore in your life? It's preventing you. It's stopping you. It's blocking you. It's inhibiting you. What is your iron ore? And what is this obstacle in 2022 for you? The only solution that was presented to the young prophet in his perspective was to jump into the Jordan and fish out the axe head. But that was a challenge because early in the chapter we find a Gentile commander by the name of Naaman who had to dip himself in that same river seven times in the muddy waters of the Jordan. And the murky waters of the Jordan would have made it nearly impossible to fish out this axe head. But that is what the prophet was expecting to do when he lost his axe head. To jump in, to dive in, and just to grab until his hand was able to grab the axe head. This is the beautiful thing about God. His answer to your obstacle has never, ever crossed your mind. See, he's, from his perspective, he's going to have to jump into that river, and he's going to have to go fish it out, and it's a dirty water, because we can tell from Naaman, Naaman didn't want to go to the Jordan River to dip himself seven times, so he could heal himself, that's a whole other story, we're not going to get into that, but that's just a few verses up ahead, so here we see this young prophet who's just going, it's going to take me a million years just to find it, so I'm just going to have to get in the water, maybe I can borrow somebody else's, and I don't know, maybe take a third mortgage on this axe head. I don't know why. He's just probably going, all these solutions are going through his mind. And he has no idea that God has this particular answer that never even dawned to him. And here's the amazing thing. The young prophet had no clue. The God that put life in motion, the God that spoke the universe into existence with all of its elements decided to change the molecular structure of this piece of iron ore, and what is considered a normal metal with 26 atoms and a 7.87 density, it begins to shift and change the density of the iron ore, and it changes the atomic number of the iron ore, and it changes and it begins to rise out of the murky, muddy waters of the Jordan. It doesn't just rise and slowly fall back into into the waters. No, this piece of iron ore floats. And it stays on top of the water. Elijah said it's not because it was going to fall back down into the murky waters of the Jordan. He wanted to quickly for the young prophet to grab it because he didn't want the current to take the axe head down the Jordan River. My brother, my sister, do you know that God will change the periodic table, bend the laws of physics, turn science upside down just so you can overcome your obstacle?" Just so your obstacle can be taken care of and you can do what he has called you to do. No, the young prophet went back to work. He had no idea that the answer would be for the iron ore to flow. That, that didn't even dawn on him. It, it didn't even cross his mind. But he had no idea. He's holding an element that did not exist anywhere else in the universe. Floating iron in his hands. This is the miracle of this story. We don't see it anywhere else in the scriptures. He's holding floating iron. Now watch this. He puts it back on and he goes to work. What is your iron ore? If you know what God is inviting you to do, what is preventing you from doing that? Here is this amazing miracle, and God just changes an element just so the young prophet could finish his task. It's an astonishing miracle. He puts the axe head back on, and from what we can tell from the story, he goes back to work. He didn't hold the axe head and say, Wow, look at this. My obstacle is overcome. I'm going to go home now. Thank you, God, for taking care of the obstacle in my life. I was worried. Now I'm just going to go home. No, no. He went to work, he cut the tree down, he made sure that the axe head was used. No, the young prophet went back to work. Don't stop once your obstacle is cleared. Keep moving forward. If God conquers your obstacle, why haven't you acted on what he has called you to do? He didn't just stop and say, well, fantastic, this is great. I'm going to go back home now and give this axe back because, you know, I don't want to get that second mortgage. He went to work. God took care of the obstacle. Maybe your obstacle is preventing you from getting the Holy Ghost. Maybe you just feel, maybe, maybe you don't feel that you can, you're not worthy enough to get, get that spirit of God filling inside of you. And we, we believe in this church that the infilling of the spirit of God inside of you is essential. It's not a personal choice. We believe it's essential. There's a difference. We believe it's essential to get baptized in his name and to have that name and to be buried in his name. We believe that's essential. It's not a personal choice. That term is just being tossed out left and right. It's a personal choice. This is not a personal choice. This is what the scripture says. As you just learned, here in in this church, we're all about the word. And that word is very clear and very intentional. We should be filled with his spirit. What is God calling you in 2022? What is he talking to you about? And what is that obstacle that's preventing you? And God is saying, will you invite me to overcome this obstacle? Because I promise you that solution never even dawned to you. Never even occurred to you. But God is willing to bend all kinds of laws to overcome it. He's on your side. He's always has been on your side, and he wants you to overcome it. He wants, he has great plans for you. 22 is going to be a great year. It's going to be a great year. I'm excited where we're going. God has some amazing thing in store for us. We're all about making disciples of all, every single individual, working together, making disciples of everyone. Doesn't matter where they come from or if I agree with them or not. God is calling me to them. And God has something in store for every single person. In 2022, it's going to be a pivotal year for us. All that planning, all that setting up, God is just positioning us for this year. The music could come. Amen. What is your iron ore? Has God help you conquer this iron ore this obstacle in your life and have you gone to work have you just grabbed the axe head and just really impressed with it and just say okay this is an amazing piece of miracle god just somehow provided financially for us i'm just going to sit back and just relax god i can't do this i don't have a time my time is just, I, I just have no time to give to you. And, and God does something to give you time. And you're like, fantastic. I have time to relax. I'm, I'm, again, I believe in sleeping and I believe in balance. I'm not saying we should be burning ourselves off for Jesus. But, we, but when God does overcome these obstacles that, that were preventing us from doing what he called us to do. That were preventing us to, to do what he has envisioned for us. And he, he conquers them, and he, and he overcomes them, and he, he helps you with that. And you're just, all right. What's the next excuse? Is it an excuse? Or is it sincere? Is it a real obstacle? We're not saying people should quit their jobs and go live in a cave for Jesus. That's not what we're saying here. Obviously, everything is a balance. But what is God calling you to do in 2022? I don't know what it is. Every person is unique. What do you think? I don't know. I can tell you what the church's vision is. We're going to make disciples. That's it. In every shape, shape form, it doesn't matter. We're going to make disciples. We're going to teach the word of God. We're going to worship together. We're going to learn together. We're going to play together. That's what we're going to do. What is God calling you to do? And if he's overcome that obstacle, what's preventing you from moving forward? Because he's willing to go to extremes to take care of you. He's willing to go to extremes just to make sure that you can go ahead and, and do what he's called you to do. And the problem I don't like the problem I don't like is I don't know the answer. That's the problem. His answer is always out of left field. I, it's never even occurred to me. When he when he does answer me with an obstacle, I'm just like, what? Where did that come from? It didn't even occur to me. Maybe, maybe we don't like that. Maybe we like we like to be in control. We like to know exactly what the answer is going to be, and we like for our expectation. This is how I want it to be fulfilled. This is how I want this obstacle to be overcome. And God overcomes the obstacle, and maybe we just don't like the maybe we just don't like the way He overcame it. I mean, His process doesn't make sense to us. And that bothers us because we like to see things. We like to, we want clarity here, right? What is your iron ore? We could stand. What is your iron ore? Thank you, Jesus. What is your iron ore? What is preventing you from doing what God has called you to do in this new year? It's amazing. You changed an element just for one single prophet. We don't even know the name of the prophet. It was a young prophet. That's all it says. Obviously, he wasn't important enough to be named. What does that tell you? But God still cared. Well, I, no one knows who I am. God doesn't care about that. He cares about you. Yes, you're not here by accident. He knew you long before. He's been slowly bringing you in and just kind of reaching out for you. And he's like, come on, I got something better for you. Yes, the world is falling apart and is burning at the seams, but I got something better. Will you overcome this obstacle? Will you invite me into it? I got something great for you. I got something powerful for you. But will you allow me in? If it doesn't go according to your expectation, if you don't like the answer, will you still respond? Or are you going to be disheartened? Are you going to get mad at God? Well, it's not the way I wanted it. This is what I expected. I wanted you to do X, Y, and Z. This is what was going to supposed to happen. This was my plan all along, and God flips your plans and does something even better. You don't realize that. But if you step into it, if you just trust him, if you just follow along with him, you'll be surprised where he takes you. We're in a pivotal year, folks. We're in a pivotal year. God's got something great in store for us. Let us us dig in. Let us dig deep. God has something great for us. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Lord, we trust you, Jesus. Jesus. I know, Lord God, that you're going to work in my life, Jesus. And you know the obstacles in my life, Lord. And I know, God, you're going to overcome each and every one of them with your help, Jesus. And God, I will be committed to you and what you have called. Hallelujah, 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 Jesus. Lord, I know you're calling me to work, Jesus. I know, Lord, you're calling me to roll up my sleeves, Jesus, and get to work, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Lord, I know you're calling me to a deeper relationship, Jesus. If, if I don't have the Holy Ghost, God, I know, God, you're calling me, Jesus, to have you live inside of me, Jesus, to have you, God, to take over the control of my tongue, Lord, and that I could speak that wonderful language, Jesus, that only you understand, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I will take your name in baptism, Jesus. I will go ahead and take your name, Lord. Because I belong to you. My world belongs to you, Jesus. Everything I have belongs to you, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I'm tired of fighting, Jesus. God, I'm inviting you. I'm tired of thinking of new obstacles and new obstacles. And there's another obstacle and another obstacle. God, I don't, I'm I know, Jesus, that you're going to work with me, Lord. I know you're going to overcome every single one of them, Jesus. Oh, we trust in you, Jesus. We trust in you, Lord. Help us, God, to clearly hear your voice, Jesus. Precious name, Jesus' precious name. Amen. You may pray in your pews or you may pray down these altars, but please get a hold of this God.